0: Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more Life Value. My name is Stefan Josef and I am happy that you are listening to my podcast by talking today about the driving force for science and what else the raw material ideas favor. What is the decisive element for science to progress in the first place? Is there a difference between our ancestors and the times in which we now live? If our ancestors had not strived to follow a seemingly predetermined evolution, we would probably not have been able to communicate via the Internet today, or might have fallen victim to evolutionary development. We learn in Genius or Spinner, Are We Opening New Things by Jürgen Schäfer, that curiosity and its satisfaction was probably already a primordial human quality. We have two questions What exactly is curiosity? And what happens when we let ourselves be guided by curiosity? From my point of view, with appropriate curiosity, the process of imagination is set in motion. Curiosity gives rise to questions to which we seek answers, which we find on the one hand in the subconscious, on the other hand in the superconscious. The superconscious gives us access to all available knowledge without having to look it up in a dictionary or other source. The only question here is how far we can connect with what is illuminated in different articles. However, curiosity doesn't exclude being regarded as an outsider and mocking, because for all the later benefits that an idea may bring, exploration and invention interfere with existing belief patterns and thought constructions. in turn. Groups may prove to be opponents. Consensus to the outside world should show strengths and individuals subordinate their individuality to a group, want to remain part of it. In the first six episodes to Your Potential 2023 we have repeatedly talked about group behavior. The example of Zero Two Mayman, who only came to physics later, shows that other professional technical knowledge has a practical use. For example for building a laser, not just for drawing it. At the same time we learn about Mayman that he was on the verge of financial ruin, which is why lateral thinking is probably often put on the back burner. Consequently the financial situation also determines how cheeky you get involved in a company, because in my experience very few are willing to position themselves against their superiors, not just to introduce a critical question. According to Jürgen Schäfer, Maiman was driven by this primordial human need of curiosity. In fact, this drive to research has curiosity as its fundamental element. The same applies to our striving for self-knowledge and knowledge of the world. Thomas Gold, whom we already met in a previous episode, already had problems in childhood due to his curiosity. Curiosity-driven exploration may even be more efficient than a life path that is predetermined, in which an academic career is integrated. A particularly pronounced curiosity can lead to the discovery of poisons, as in the case of Tyrone Hayes, or an unexpected preparatory work for a disease research, as in Carol Grider's case. In this series, you have also already noticed that the scope plays an important role for personal development, without big rules and preferably without time pressure. It is already clear that a deadline for a project is a restriction. This applies equally to scientists and professionals. Albert Einstein claimed that his passionate curiosity was his only special talent. The Austrian Novotny advocates actively protecting and promoting curiosity, even if results are unpredictable insatiable curiosity is part of science. Psychologist George Loewenstein argues that we are out of calm when we have an obvious knowledge gap. In my understanding even it is irrelevant whether we see the face of a stranger or not. This shows that we want to know things from which we do not derive direct benefit and again points to the desire originating from prehistoric times. Perhaps Our ancestors explored new food in the same way. What looked delicious may have turned out to be incompatible later, but the curiosity was stronger, because hunger is also one of the primal instincts. According to Lewenstein, the amount of information determines how long the state of curiosity lasts, and even the probability of success should have a positive influence on it. Furthermore, short-term dilation of the pupils suggests that curiosity goes hand in hand with the expectation of receiving information that leads to a satisfactory state. When it is said that even little knowledge can cause curiosity, the question arises for me why I have the impression that only a few people actually make something of it. Perhaps they don't share their findings with the public. Irving Biedermann sees a well rested and satisfied state as a motivating factor for our brain. To want to absorb information? Again, at this point the question. Are so few people well rested and satisfied to actually pursue curiosity? Or do they remain in secrecy? Or perhaps dissatisfaction even has a stronger drive to change something? Regarding Peterman's findings, I also wonder how many people consciously take care of their own knowledge in order to have an advantage in choosing a partner and to find a solution in delicate circumstances? Or maybe I just have a wrong idea of curiosity, because it often collects initially useless, later useful knowledge? Does this satisfying feeling also arise with less intellectual questions? In any case, research shows that children ask questions to complete understanding. Students develop a more pronounced curiosity in more difficult tasks and achieve better academic results. As I can imagine, Wendy Gage would point out that with all the information available, we have to pay attention to our own rationality so as not to get lost on Google, Facebook, etc., as I see it. If we feel comfortable with our worldview as we age, why should we still act out our curiosity? I mean, to keep our brains fresh. At the same time, in the course of our lives, a comfort zone develops that wants to be preserved. From my point of view, thinking ahead and rethinking gives us the advantage of dealing better with changes that cannot be influenced, because, among other things, we go through life in a more solution-oriented way. The psychologist Charla Nemet speaks in this context of maintaining Elasticity and freshness. According to my interpretation, especially the so called lateral thinkers are predestined for curiosity. Because where others have stopped asking and thinking, their work only begins. In my opinion, those who constantly think will find inspiration in a wide variety of places. Since we all have a certain worldview, sudden discoveries can even be frightening in the first place. As Jürgen Schaefer tells us in Genius or Spinner are open to new things. At the same time the raw material is generated from the ideas entered, which nourishes a further development of humanity. As we are shown by the example of the astronomer James Christie, a result can be considered flawed or at least considered more precisely, whereby he has recognized that the planet Pluto has a moon. In any case The time factor has played positively into his hands. Alexander Fleming, who discovered penicillin, found himself in a similar situation. As with other researchers, the failure to follow a previously determined direction plays a role in success. Serendipity describes that something is found by not searching, which requires curiosity and sufficient impartiality. The meaning can best imagined as imperfect, unplanable, and uncontrollable, as the classical coincidence and the work of genius that comes from the mind. We can never know what our next thought will be, let alone whether we will achieve the breakthrough with it. In any case, science has an enormous challenge with this, because what man recognizes is decisive for progress. The circumstance is just as problematic for people who are creative. At the same time I can well imagine that curiosity and also the creative orientation of a person favor a solution, accelerate it or even enable the perception of it in the first place. As much as a chance discovery may provide feelings of happiness, patience with conscious being is needed to access it at the right time. When a poet is abandoned by leisure, this structure can do good but he must be ready when inspiration returns. If I had to summarize serendipity briefly, I would say that it is a state in which we are patiently in chill mode, ready for random things without us looking for it, accompanied by curiosity and impartiality. After all, we need a certain concentration to bring something new into the world. If you succumb to distractions too quickly, The so-called latent inhibition is low, then there is a tendency to psychosis and schizophrenia, whereby too much of this serendipity can be counterproductive on creativity. We benefit wonderfully from our brain, because it doesn't rethink the beating of the heart with every heartbeat. At the same time, the apital familiar may limit us without the realization that a new truth is possible. Research has shown that the location has an influence on the creative ideas of the subjects. In addition, a greater distance to the task in question causes better creativity. As Jürgen Schäfer mentions in Genius of Spinner, are we open to new things? In addition, the distance makes the creativity, for example in the shower. The design thinking of Professor Ulrich Weinberg includes maximum creativity. As the core of the concept, which is to be achieved by groups from a wide variety of fields of activity, with the core idea of teaching inventive development instead of knowledge bots. Projects can fail, ultimately the fear of failure should be counteracted. If dissenting people sometimes even achieve extraordinary success only through failure, how little successful are rigid group constructions Steve Jobs stands for the epitome of failure and we could probably cite countless examples here. But his failure led to the movie Toy Story. where as great batch developed a prototype for a pacemaker that turned out to be implantable through a stupid mistake. The top heavy orientation of society hinders creativity as we read in genius or spinner are we Open to new things. The drama is the non-recognition especially by academically trained persons. In Frames of Mind, Hargander describes the diversity of intelligences that we express, to put it simply, through seeing, hearing and movement. If creativity is strong in children, as we read on, then it is only hidden in adults. I can't imagine that creativity just disappears. Only the expression in the talent area vary according to my understanding. At a world championship in question making, I will probably be at the top of the leaderboard. According to Jürgen Schäfer, we should not allow our harmony to present itself as satisfied, but continue to nourish our need. We have to be willing to be confronted with the masses, who would rather stay in the cow pasture than walk through the jungle as rhinoceros, as we are amusingly presented in Murphy's Law. Of course. We can always take the easier way in our lives and stay in the comfort zone, possibly living an unhappy existence. What motivates you to think outside the box and discover new things to give your curiosity infinite freedom? I am looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to watch my new video on Life Valley TV on Sunday, I wish you a time motivated by curiosity, all love Stefan Josef